This episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture, we are the people, we are you. Visit us at FND.com. That's E F E N D E E.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code Samurai Pro at checkout. Episode 100. I'm going to just start it off like that. Episode 100. Did you ever think we'd get here? Honestly, Nick, from the Nick, very first the... time we started recording. <laughs> that was my first question. <laughs> I was like, hey, let me ask Frank. <laughs> Did you expect us to be at episode 100? I know when we first started this, it was just literally a conversation that we had kind of thrown around at each other on Twitter. Yeah. And honestly, it moved fast. Like, we started off Twitter, us going back and forth, and then people chiming into a conversation we were just having in public. And then it was like, yo, it'll be cool if we had a podcast. I like the discourse we have. We have great conversations on the phone. And it, it was in the middle of a pandemic. So it was like, okay, something new to do. So I hit you up outside of Twitter and was like, hey, what you think about this? And you was like, hey, I'm kind of thinking about it too. Why not? So, okay, great. We didn't think of anything else. We didn't even have a name or a direction we was going to go with it. Nothing. So we went to the Wu-Tang name generator, and literally I typed in Frank and Marvin podcast into the Wu-Tang name generator, and it came out with this. I was like, okay, this is this will work for me. What you think? And he was like, all right, sounds cool. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Samurai professionals? <laughs> sure. It's great. And... I don't know who, how many people know that, but we literally did get our name from a website, the Wu-Tang Name Generator, and that's how we came up with the Samurai Professionals. Everything that went along with it, the are we bringing issues to the table and chopping it up, that just came along like afterwards. Yeah, that was just <laughs> improvised to go along with the name, and it works. Honestly, I think the name works. It suits us. It's cool. Um, but damn, 100 episodes later, No. I, I honestly I didn't see it. Now, did I have in mind how far we was gonna go? No, it was one of those things. It was like week by week, and even then, like we had no fucking plan. Like we touch on topics weekly, but the first seven or eight episodes, we didn't even release it. We just recorded them and just held on to them. Which now, in hindsight, it's like, dude, that's stupid considering the topics we touch. Yeah, because by the time we released it. We're two months back on on what we're talking about. But we released it, and then which was kind of cool, because as soon as we released, we had a back catalog that people, if they wanted to, could go back and listen. I don't advise y'all to go back and listen, because the oh. quality is absolutely horrible. Piss poor. Um, <laughs> and I mean, the quality on everything, like the quality on the conversations, the quality on the sound, it was just all bad. But it's cool if you want to go back and listen and hear our growth from that point, then... Okay, cool, do that. But 
don't listen to those episodes expecting to be entertained. But I think we came quite a ways in a hundred episodes. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. I so I went back and listened to it preparing for for today to like the very to episode number two. Cause y'all will never get number one. <laughs> <laughs> number one, as I said, is trash. But episode number two, I went back to and I listened to at least like the first like 10, 15 minutes. And I was like, hey, what the fuck are these niggas talking about? <laughs> like, like, y'all niggas get going. Let's, let's, let's go. What are y'all gonna talk about? Um, and audio-wise, oh, the audio is so trash. We literally are just two people talking on the phone on our AirPods and shit. That that yeah. was the audio. That was the audio. I was literally sitting at my dining room table. Frank was sitting in a car. In literally. his car. In- we there was there's one episode, guys, where Frank transitions from his desk to his car to I, I think at one point you were upstairs, like in a bath. I, it was just y'all was have bad. no idea how that <laughs> shit went. We were learning. We were trying to find trying to find what would make the the audio sound as best as we could. And I want to say it what the truth was money. We had to invest. <laughs> like we we had to invest had in to. some in, in some microphones. We had to invest in 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 all of the 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 programs and the and and I forget what this fucking sound screen shit is called. But we're we go- knew we needed it. We knew we needed it. You know what I mean? Like, because there's a reason why the, your favorite podcast, they almost all of them are using the same mic. Because it's, it's pretty much the best mic to use. So we just had to find our way to get in there. And we we, we our, did, man. We did. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm happy with 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 the quality we put out now. And it's only what's getting dope, better. What's dope about our journey from? episode one to now is that if you would have told us the amount of money, time, and effort you have to put in to be where we are now, if you would have told us that at the beginning, we probably would have been like, you know what? That sounds like a lot. I don't know if I want to do all that. But, <laughs> 100%. But, but as we started doing it, please forgive my baby in the background. He's a, he's a little upset. But as we started recording and as we started, I guess, falling in love with, with podcasting itself, the money thing was, it was nothing to consider. It was like, hey, I need this. Boom, it was purchased. It was like, hey, I need to make time for this. Boom, time was made. I need to consider and do this, or I need to study this. It was done. And it was because we was having fun and we enjoyed doing it, so it didn't seem like work. And it goes back to something I normally tell people when it comes to, when it comes to business and being an entrepreneur and when people ask me about it. I tell them, look, if you were to know everything about it, you're not going to do it. Because being an entrepreneur isn't fun, but you have to fall in love with the process. So if you want to do something, jump into it feet first. If it's for you, you will figure it out along the way. But you're not going to have all the answers at the beginning. And that's what we didn't have. We lacked yeah. every single answer. But along the journey, we fell in love with it and we was enjoying it. So with everything else you enjoy, you want to improve at it. And I think we made some... Some pretty decent improvements. Now, don't get me wrong. We still have quite a ways to go, but we are enjoying the journey as we move forward in it. A hundred percent. Man, think about it. I I taught myself how to edit quality podcasts. Like, I I literally went on YouTube. Like, I'm watching, I watched myself not know how to do this 
a year and a half ago, you was not an editor. You were not a producer. You were not a curator. You were not a podcaster. Now you can confidently put all those things on a resume and know what the fuck you're talking about if somebody were to question you. Dude, that's this, impressive. We've been doing this for two years. Yeah. That's, wow, two years. <laughs> that's what you just said a year and a half ago. Here, let me, let, me, let me tell you where we were when we started this. When we started this, Frank, you had one child. <laughs> like I want you to think about that shit, nigga. When we started this, you had one kid. I did. I did. You was worried about one child. We were in the middle of a fucking pandemic. We probably hadn't only time we left our house was to go to Walmart, go to go to Winn Dixie, Publix, all those other places. Essential and even, places. And that's it. And even then, like we had to gear up like it was bird box or the movie The Mist or some shit. Gloves, mask, all kind just scared to leave the house, not knowing what's gonna happen. Nigga, I used and to leave I, the house. I used to wear, I used to put on my mask. I used to put on a poo shiesty mask all the way over. <laughs> Gloves and shit. Like, nigga, any other time in history, I should have been shot. <laughs> any other time the, I should have been shot. I have a poo shiesty mask. The only reason, the only time I've ever worn it when I was doing work when it was snowing. So it's like, okay, it's cold, it's snowing, the wind is beating on my face. I know people aren't going to question if they see a big black dude in a ski mask in this temperature. So I was cool with it. But dude, in South Florida, it'd be hot as hell. Like, there's no legitimate reason to wear that type of mask in any condition down here. So that's why I never touch my poo ski mask here. Nigga, I was just scared. Remember, the, you know, <laughs> think about COVID Nigga, was like, you was oh, scared. It's Imagine the people that see you. <laughs> hey, hey, real talk. I was playing with. I was playing with fire. Like I really. I'm a. I'm. First of all, I'm happy to be alive today. <laughs> like, think about that shit. Like that shit is crazy. But I just want to say thank you to every listener, every family member that supported your wife taking the time out to watch the kids while you spend two hours down here with your homeboy. She ain't seen a dollar from it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I. I, I want people to, I want to thank my sister who was living with me when we first started this and she had to go and sit down and be quiet. Like, 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 Hey, could you be quiet? Please. Could you not do that? Hey, could you, could you not open the door? Hey, could you, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all don't really, when we, when you don't have a proper studio and the way we're trying to set up and get things done, everyone who lives within the household is a part of the process. As you can hear, Frank's wife is trying to juggle them kids upstairs. She has three babies. Under three. <laughs> like, she has three yeah. babies. And she's trying to juggle those kids and give her husband time to come down here with his homeboy, give y'all this audio goodness. And I want to thank her for that. I know me and her have our, our very fun, contentious relationship, but I love her. If it wasn't for her, you wouldn't be the man you are today. And I thank her for that. It's good to see the growth in you because I remember the fuck nigga you used to be. And I'm glad to see who you are because I can actually tolerate you now. <laughs> I second everything you just said. Um, <laughs> you, I couldn't have said it better. I thank everybody who listens and takes time out their busy day just to share a moment with us. The people who give us feedback. Like, you guys don't understand how much you are appreciated. The people that give suggestions, the people that bring topics to us that y'all want to hear our opinions on. Like, we're nobody special, but the fact you want to hear us talk about something in particular means a lot to us. Um, especially my wife, who 
gives me time to come and do this and and vent and talk to one of my best friends. Like I really appreciate that. It means a lot to me. And um I just look forward to hopefully the next hundred and see what, what happens from there. Yeah. Yeah. When we look when we look back, I wanna see I wanna see where we where we've ended up. Um because to think we'd be where we are now, I wouldn't have thought that. So I would just want to see what the next 100 brings. And believe me, there are some big changes on the way a lot sooner than you guys think. Um, and me and Frank are, are diligently working on making sure that it's quality. So be ready. Absolutely. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another, the 100th episode of the Samurai Professionals podcast. The podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table and we chop it up. I'm your host, Marvin. Turnpike Mars, since your ladies for the streets. Dat Man Beyond. Dr. Strange for a piece of change. Cuff Daddy. The, you know it's the season. You know it's the it's season. The Flexo and Alexo about to make your next hoe. My best hoe. Yeah, there you go. Your <laughs> best hoe, my next hoe. About to make your best hoe, my next hoe. Man, boy, I was talking reckless. <laughs> Mr. Captain, Mr. Captain African America, because we don't aim to please, we aim for the head. Hey, hey, I like that. <laughs> AKA somebody's son. Remember Vax Kellerman? Remember Vax Kellerman? Damn, that nigga had got my vaccine, was feeling safe as shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, and the man to the right of me can only be. I'm going to pull one of the old ones out the hat. He's that man beyond. I ain't no sidekick, but I be robbing. A real hey. man of steel. Get it? Man of steel? I school old hoes, so I guess I'm Professor X. No Scott, but it's my summer. Fuel up the blackbird. We only go one way on this runway. I'll show you how to do this, son. One day. Who else but me? The F and F and D. I can only be who I say I be. It's Frank. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it up, man. Nah, I like the spirit of it. I love the spirit of it. <laughs> Y'all love, hey, I, I, so originally I thought I'm going to bring all of them together and try to, man, <laughs> I put that shit all on one on one thing of notes. I said, I ain't finna do this. <laughs> like, that been, shit is a lot. <laughs> you'd have been spitting for 10 minutes. And, and it's reminiscent of, so when I first started that, that was um, inspired by the Bodega Boys. Yeah. Um, whenever they used to start their podcast, they they had like they would spit all their AKAs, all their all their um nicknames that they gave each other over there. And if you listen to them from the beginning, all the way to episode two hundred and whatever, before they broke up, they literally the 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 names never stopped. They never dropped names. They just kept growing and growing and growing. So you used to spend the first five minutes just doing the intros. And it used to be, it used to be like I used to enjoy that. They do it at the beginning, they do it at the end. So I'm I'm glad because we all know Frank can't remember. Like he can't remember the one he do every week. So God forbid he try to keep building on some shit. <laughs> definitely not gonna, I'm definitely not gonna put that on my brother. He doing he doing the best he can, you know? <laughs> he just doing the best he can. <laughs> you know what? I don't know if I have expressed this to you, but I appreciate you incorporating that into the podcast because before we used to start off, it was a slow start. Like normally we would try to have a conversation before we hit record to kind of get in the motion of things. And even then, sometimes it was a slow start really getting into the groove of recording and, and podcasting. But when you brought this idea, it was like, look, let's have fun with the intro, do this. I'm not going to lie. I was a little 
apprehensive at first. Like, I don't know if I want to do that. That don't really sound like me. But as we got into it, it was like, okay, I can have fun with this. And literally after doing it, it was like, okay, it does bring the energy up. And then again, when you do something that you enjoy, you want to get better at it. So the first time I did it, it wasn't all that. But then it's like, well, let me see if I put the pen and paper. Let me see if I could come up with something clever. Like, I'm not trying to be a rapper or nothing, but I can make a few words rhyme, right? And then when I did it and I started getting reactions like from my wife, from you, and from other people, it's like, okay, this ain't so bad. This is actually kind of cool. Man, you put the pen and paper, you forget you used to write poetry. You forget. Right. Like, we all, I say this, uh, I'll say this, and I stand on it. I believe all of us have one really good album in us, right? <laughs> I, I stand on that. I think everybody, if you take the pro, give yourself two years to really write an album, 10 songs. We'll say 10 songs. Give yourself, you've had your whole life experience to write that album. I think all of us got one really decent album in. It may not be legendary, but it probably be something I could listen to if you take your time. I'm not going to disagree with that. If you and 2 years is a good window to really sit down and refine your thoughts cuz the first the first song you put down ain't going to be good. Mm-mm. But as you sit down and think about how you want to reword something, how you want to structure you probably could walk away with a solid 10 songs, especially if you're just breaking down different phases of your life, what you've been through, what it's taught you and everything. Get 10 songs, three verses each. I agree. You don't even need that nowadays. Because nowadays the 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 formula for songs is different. You know, you don't you only need two verses now. Two verses in the chorus. They don't even give a fuck about bridges no more. <laughs> like it's just no. two verses in the chorus. I think the reason they do that now is... Oh, I thought it was for clubbing purposes, but I don't think that's It's for it. streaming it's purposes. Not for, it's what? It's for streaming purposes. The song will stream faster. The more songs that you one. can get on a... It's, it's the more songs you can get on the playlist, the way people listen to songs. You know, think about it. When we're in a club, and it, it kind of starts... It kind of had its origin... You know, its origins in the club where, like, at most, you'll get the second verse. If you're the third verse, nigga, you're not being heard. Unless your third verse was that fire. And we would just play a little to bit. The third verse. Yeah. Right. Or the DJ play the intro of the song and then yeah, skip to your verse. But but usually after what what that shows you is there's really only gonna be focus on one verse, the chorus. That's about it. So in the streaming world, it's like if you notice songs used to songs used to be like four minutes back in the day. Now you look at the yeah. songs, they'd be like 230, 240. If a There's, song is 250, two, two minutes and 50 seconds, it's like, oh, that's a long song. Yeah, like, oh man. Oh, look, look. Oh, oh, they went in. <laughs> yeah. Let a song be three minutes. Be like, oh shit, he had a lot to say. Yeah. And then and then there's like that God did. When I saw that song was like eight minutes long, I was like, oh, they're real ridiculous. Yeah. But that eight minutes fly. Because by minute, what? Minute four? It's all hope. It's all hope. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I get it. I get why this song is eight minutes. It makes absolutely all the sense in the world. To, to this day, that's probably my, probably my most listened to song on my phone right now. Like, oh, I, God did? Yeah, because it's the top of my... Uh, so I put, a, I put together like a playlist every every like... Every quarter, 
every season. Do you so keep them or you delete them? No, I keep them. I keep them. Okay. I use I use that playlist, and then songs graduate from like this season because you know certain songs are more than just the song of the summer. Like certain songs will graduate to the next phase because sometimes I'll probably put like there'll be a, something for the summer one, and then it'll be a part two to it, and then. The part two is the songs that that probably came at the tail end, but it still have some life. So I'll graduate them, and then I'll add some more over time. Then there's a song that came out summer one that you just can't stop listening to, so it make it to summer it, two. It has happened. It has happened. I have a song. No, I get you. Um, it's an R and B song by uh, Tone Stith. He has a song that has lasted an entire year. Uh, Jade Nova. Has a song, like names you probably don't know, that have lasted an entire year on my Snow Allegra. You may know that. I know name. that name. I know um, that name. I think Snow's last album was like fired. I have like five or six of those songs that keep finding a way to make it to make it to the next to the next phase of the of the playlist. But slowly, slowly they they kind of weed themselves out. But that's what happens. That's what happens. But anyway, I say all that to say. Songs are just different now. Like what's required is is very different. Um, but since this is the 100th episode, and I did take a week off and not fucking with your wife, it would only be right that I ask you something, <laughs> just to you know, kick it's up. It's been dust. a while since you asked the question that to ruffle feathers. So go yeah, ahead. Yeah, because mo- because l- lately I've been able to do it in the DM, so it's like it's been more fun there because I get quick time reaction. Right. Um, cause you know, we had that thing about, you know, you wanted to take me to, you know, we wanted to, to ride with you to pick up your daughter. Cause you say all the hoes be there. Yeah. So I was, you know, and, and your wife was like, cool. So since she cool with it. Oh no, you're going to come with me one day. One day we're going to figure it out. I'm going to, especially be that I know that's okay. We go wait. That's okay. You, we could time it. You could be like, hey, Frank, I'm on hiatus now. Okay, cool. I'm going to leave my house. We're going to meet over there. And you walk in Got with you. me. I'll put in an order at the Jamaican restaurant and then walk down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. So it's not a complete waste for you. You you know, you no, got no, a no. reason to be there. Okay. No, We're going to do that. All right. Bet, bet, bet. Um, let me ask you this. So say you're in Michigan on a on a work trip. Okay. Okay, you're in Michigan on a work trip. You, it's a pretty decent, decent uh job for you. You know, you're making a, you know, you and you making a little tens, maybe maybe thirty, forty thousand dollars on this job. That sounds nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, say you get propositioned while you up there. How much would it cost for you to cheat on your wife? Let me ask you this. What if what if the person says, hey, give me some of that dick. I throw an extra 50 in there. Fit? No, they got to to cheat on 50, my 50,000, sir. No, I'm saying, because the thing is, if if I'm going to be propositioned with money, at that point, I'm the hoe and my wife becomes the pimp. So it got you got to pay what she wants. It ain't just me. I'm not because if it's just me, and for some reason that shit comes out and I lose my family, my family ain't worth the money you giving me. Now, if my wife I just says, want you to "Hey, know, I'm cutting that," 
perfectly. Because whenever you say something ridiculous in the future, I'm going to always put the clip, I'm the hoe. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm keeping that. Go ahead. I'm not going to lie. That's a good sound bite. Damn, I walked right into that shit. <laughs> Fuck. But nah, it, it has to be a amount that she could say. Okay, let me ask okay, you. you know let what? me ask you this. What if it's 100000 I'm giving her a call. Like, hey, I can make this quick no, no, no. bread. It's only going to no, take no, me no, three here's minutes. The thing. Here's the thing, though. Now nah, you got you got to get it late. Come on, hundred thousand. You got to get it more than three minutes. <laughs> you got to get more. She want head. She want like she she wants you to do some work. What if she say uh, what? If, okay, what if she say one fifty? But it has to happen right now. I don't need you to call your wife. Is either you do it now or you hey. don't get it. Nah, I ain't doing that, dude. The only thing I'm thinking about is what if my wife finds out I lose my family? Hell no, nah. it ain't worth that. Two fifty. That ain't worth losing my family. Five hundred thousand. Now you got to add another figure for me to, because then if you add in another figure, that's life changing money, and then that's, <laughs> that's said, the gamble. I think you said, okay. If you add another, so so you saying a million dollars for dick? That's that's what you charge yeah. out here. At that point, then it's like, all right, I can make this decision now. Then I come and tell me, but then now you could show the money. Like, look. Yeah, you're going to be mad at me, but look, I just I did this changed. For us. <laughs> yeah, like, this is for us. You could be mad at me for a little while, but understand, we're going to be straight now. Like, So a million dollars is the lowest you would take? Yes. That's your God honest answer? Or is that your, my wife also listens to this answer? No, that's my God honest answer. A million dollars tax-free on the spot? Yeah. Uh, nah, probably... I'll probably take that risk. What if what if seven hundred and fifty thousand was offered? That's not enough. That, that'll pause me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that'll pause me. A million to make me say, mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> A million is a guarantee. Okay. You got a condom? Yeah. <laughs> like you <laughs> a million's your guarantee. All right, we we can fuck. Uh, um, a million to definitely advance the conversation. Seven hundred and fifty thousand made me stop and think for a moment. Like it's niggas listening to this right now, like Frank a whole lie. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Frank a whole ass lie. Seven, you need a million dollars. Yeah. Think about it. Okay, the dudes that said that, if they have kids and they and they're married, would you risk your wife and children not seeing you ever again for that amount? Because that's how I'm thinking about it. Because I don't know how she's gonna react if she sees that shit, and then all all of a sudden the money is just absolute absolute. She don't gotta know. Why would she have to know this? Because I'm a terrible fucking liar. Like the truth always comes out with me. A terrible, terrible. Now, see, if I was a good liar, then it didn't matter. But I'm a terrible fucking liar. I tell the truth on everything. Because I know I'm going to get caught if I lie. I'm glad you know that. I'm glad you know yeah. that. So you, so you already you already banking in divorce, like like paying for both lawyers, and like you already, I'm already, you already, I'm already banking in that. Be. Yeah, I'm already banking in that. She going to find out. Okay. I'm already banking that in. She gonna find out. She gonna know. I'm gonna get caught. It is what it is. And you don't think 
your wife would accept five hundred thousand dollars, three hundred thousand dollars as a as reason enough? Nope, not not my wife. Somebody else's wife would be like, "Yeah, that's easy money. Go out and get that." You made a business decision. Cool. My wife? No, not it wasn't that, a business not that decision. amount. It wasn't business. Look, hell yeah, there's a business. At Frank, that point, I become a sex worker. That's a business decision. No, you fucked that lady for the family. <laughs> you fucked her for the family. Like, I did. That wasn't business. That was family. I did that for y'all. I sacrificed myself. <laughs> you can spend it however you want. I ain't even. Look, look, look. You got to be like, babe, I ain't even enjoy the shit. I ain't, I, I, I faked the nut. Like, I ain't even really enjoy the shit, to be honest. I bet none of them lies work in real life when people use them. <laughs> I take that back. I take that back. I've heard worse lies work. I take that back. I just want to find a lie. Your price tag is a million dollars. Yes. I'm telling you, nigga, I know people like, I just can't wait for people to hear this be like, Frank's so full of shit. Like, I know. Nigga, I'm going to hear talking, That nigga talking pure lies. I tell you what, what do you think my realistic price is? If somebody were to bring that kind of proposition to me, you honestly, Let me tell you, if someone at what else price was... do you think I'm going to move? Not you, but me. What price do you think would move me? The real price would, that would move me. I want to hear what you say. I think 250000 Will move me? I think 250000 will move me. That's, 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 that's not life-changing money. By no means am I saying that. But that's a, that's a strong cushion for you and your kids. That's no, a strong that's... cushion. Like... Based on what you I, and I don't, you know, we have other businesses, so I don't know what you what you bring in every every day over there, but right, I feel like that's that's at least that's that's some money coming in. That's that's some real no. that's some real work that give you a real cushion to pursue some of these bigger jobs that I know that you want that you prepared for. You just haven't had your shot yet. That'll give right. you the cushion to really invest in the time to get those. No, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna sit up here in front like I'm living like that. No, two fifty is definitely an amazing cushion to sit on. Cause I think that two hundred and fifty would be a big investment that you could put into your company, that you could turn this company into the multi million dollar thing that I know it can. That we know it can be. We've seen it. You know people in your field right. that do that. And I think if you had the investment, so you could have the time to really put that focus into those things. You talking, we talking the seed of generational wealth for you and your children. See, maybe I need you to sell it. Because <laughs> if I try to sell it like that, I'm getting kicked out the house. So maybe if you sell it, I might get away with it. I honestly wish we could ask your wife. <laughs> See... I'm not going to lie. That would have been one of those questions that you shouldn't even ask in the DM. You should have asked us like while we were both sitting next to each other because that's when you get the golden real reaction right in the spot. That would have that would have brought you all the laughs you you needed right there because I could just see how she was pause and look at me and then argue with me as I try to fumble through my way through that shit. <laughs> you, you fumbled your way through this shit right now even though I know you really overpricing your dick at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you know, one of the reasons why I'm fumbling through it now, because again, I'm thinking, okay, me and my wife got a road trip soon. She <laughs> likes to listen to the podcast when I'm right next to her. She's all caught up on everything, so oh, she's shit. probably waiting on the road trip to listen to the newer episodes while we're together. And since this is at the top of the episode, 
probably before we hit Fort Lauderdale, she gonna be hearing this. Dude, I'm gonna have another two hours in the car with her. It's gonna be a very interesting conversation. I love it. I love it. I'm glad <laughs> I could bring I'm glad I could do that for y'all. It'll make the two oh, hours. You know, it'll make the two hours fly by. Or not. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> One of those things. One of those things is gonna be true. Either way, you're gonna get a story. So you win. 100 percent Like this is this is great for me. Um <laughs> But I feel like we got a lot more cheaters to discuss. So I'm going to move to Adam Levine real quick. Nigga. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> Do, me rolling my eyes now wasn't about the topic. It was about how messy that shit is. So for those who don't know, Adam Levine. The lead singer of Maroon 5, Adam yes. Levine. Lead singer of Maroon 5. Married to a Victoria's Secret model, has kids. I believe they have two kids already, or they have one kid and a, and a child on the way. Yes. Now, at some point a year or so ago, Adam Levine started a. He started a relationship, uh, alleged uh, relationship with a girl named Sumner Stroh, I believe is the way you pronounce her name. Yes. And. They had their thing going for a little while, and then eventually he broke it off. So now that they aren't talking, he literally, his wife is now pregnant, and he wrote to this girl, okay, serious question, serious question. This is a text he's reading. like, Like, I'm reading the text. Okay, serious question. I'm having a baby, and if it's a boy, I really want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Okay, a couple things. Okay, I'm going to just jump in right here. A couple things. First of all, of all things to text your, your old fuck buddy or whatever, because I'm assuming that's what she was. They, they weren't in a relationship like that. They no, were no, just no, no. He was cheating on it. He, no, he was cheating on his wife with her. One, why the fuck... Would you like what if if you wanted that old thing back? There's so many ways you could have kicked that conversation off. Why kick it off that way? Two, nigga, you gotta be out your fucking mind if you wanna name your children after somebody you're cheating with. Is the child born already? Does the child have the name Sumner? No, I believe I believe the uh I believe she's she's still with I the child. The wife is still pregnant. Like, bro, if that's if if that Victoria's Secret model was a Caribbean woman, that's grounds for decapitation. <laughs> hey, you might wake up with no dick. <laughs> if if she was Haitian, she would find a, a a voodoo later to do something to you. Like, oh yeah, that is your name. Your name and the strand of your hair would have been sent to her grandma a long time ago. Long time ago, and make it worse, you break the cardinal rule in relationships. You don't have your spouse looking stupid in these streets. Ain't I can't think of anybody else made their girl look even dumber than than you wanting to name your baby after your affair partner. Now, when your son grows up and he asks, "Hey, how come I'm not named Adam like you? Why am I named Sumner?" What are you gonna tell him? I named you after some five piece of ass that I have. 
how is that going to work? I know we say this often, but and I feel like we always we always revert to this whenever we can't explain something, and it's bad as niggas, but it had to be fire. The it pussy had, had to, to be, be fire, right? Like it, it had just to had be. to be. <laughs> like, to name your like not even your baby girl, to name your son after <laughs> like you was like, hey, whatever child I have next is yours. Do you hear me? I know it's wrong, but the fact that both of our minds went there when we heard the story, we didn't think about the wife first. We didn't think about the fan. First thing we thought about was like, damn, boy, she probably got something. That snapper, boy. She got- <laughs> that shit biting, boy. God damn. But- the nigga said, is it cool with you? Like, she had a say. <laughs> hey, is it cool with you? <laughs> that nigga said, hey, okay, serious question. <laughs> Nigga, what? Like, what are you nigga, I ain't, get about, a, I ain't get a text from you in eight months. And now, this is what you bring to me? And then the thing is, she would have kept the G and not said nothing. The only reason she came out with it... It's because her course, friends like, it, were going we're gonna to leak. Right. Shit. Yeah, her friends was going to sell the story to whoever, TMZ or some shit like that. Or so she tried friend. to... Yeah, because that's not a real friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she just beat him to the punch, and at least nobody's profiting off the story, but at the same time, it's like, the damage is done now. I give her credit there. She was going to keep it G. It's the broke-ass friend who fucked it up for everybody. Yeah, because this shit, the shit is, a, like, because the screenshot that she probably sent her friend, the one I'm looking at, is from June 1. So she was sitting on that shit. It wasn't like she was going to throw that out there. But because it was gonna leak, she just it's gonna come from my mouth, not from third, right. fourth, fifth party shit. And at no point am I here to defend Adam and his actions. I think the nigga's dead wrong. But at the same time, I strongly feel that friend need they ass whooped. Oh, her friend? Yeah, her friend needs she need to get kicked to sleep. You don't do shit like that. Hey. You don't sell your friend business like that. How you know it's a homegirl? Could be a nigga. You know what? I seen a tweet and somebody said, dig deep. Think about the messiest person you know. Now tell me why it's a man. (laughs) (laughs) And and I had to pause. I had to pause and I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? Let me think about this. Think of the messiest person I know. And you know what? It's definitely a nigga. Niggas pillow talk a fucking lot. And you know what's funny? Especially when it comes to like rap and all that shit. It be the hardest niggas. The niggas that swear they so gangster and all this and that shit. They be the main ones pillow talking and, and dishing out business. Oh, I done fucked his girl. Oh, I done did this. And it be women who don't say nothing. She don't mind her business. Yeah, I did this with her and she did this with... And it's like, nigga, ain't nobody fucking ask you this shit. You had no business... There's no reason we needed to know this. Like, why the fuck you run your mouth like faucet water? Because, as you said earlier, men aren't the best liars. Now, some of us are good. But yeah. Women know how to keep it. You just sit there and say, hey, I can't cheat on my wife because she going to find out. I know she is. I'm going to leave something somewhere. For some reason, I'm going to leave with that lady panties. I'm going to take them out of my pocket right where my wife is standing there. That's that's you. You don't lie well. <laughs> like I don't lie well. <laughs> And I love my wife. Let's get that clear. I'm not going to. This nigga, nigga, we know. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just got to do it. That nigga, that nigga, look, Frank put that in there. Frank put that in there so that right when the part where where he be like, and I love my wife, he could just look at her while they driving like, see? You see, I said it, right? You know the playbook. (laughs) If you know the playbook, why are you questioning me? Hey, whenever whenever it get a little too spicy or a little too messy, Frank just want to just throw in a little, like, hey, hey, hey. But I also love my wife. <laughs> right when her blood pressure <laughs> get a little too high, I just hey, but you, I held strong though, babe. You saw me? Yeah. You see me? Yeah, right. <laughs> Gotta understand, I'm married to a Haitian woman. Haitian women don't play that shit when they get upset. Oh, we oh look. Let me tell you, I was talking to Frank about um his loctician. The way Frank told me how he choked, because I was like, how did you end up even like choosing someone? How's your? Because I know your wife is very protective of you. And that's a nice way to say she don't play by Frank. <laughs> like she don't play by Frank. That that he was like, oh no, that's that's my wife's sister's friend. Yeah. Like Frank's told me stories where like his wife has like places that he goes, his wife has people like like her spies are out there. Like she like Varys with the little birds. Like like hey, that's she a good got way to put people, it. Always watching Frank somewhere, somehow. And she don't even really be in the streets like that. That's why I'm like, how she, like, hey, they got a I network that's crazy. I, I be at event, and she be like, oh, how come you didn't dance to the song? You really like the song. Mind you, I went with the fellas. Like, how'd you know I didn't dance to this song? How? Tell me how'd you know that? Loki, oh. she's flexing that she got somebody watching you. And that, oh. that shit is scary. And you know the bad oh. part is that shit gets your dick hard. That's the problem. Because part of you really get excited about that shit. Like, hey man, that girl really love me. She don't play about me, boy. Is that toxic? It is. It's very toxic. <laughs> but that's love. You know what I'm saying? There's always gonna be some level of it. Yeah, that's love. As long as it don't result to knives being drawn, I'm cool. She throws soft shit at you. She ain't never throw nothing hard at you, girl. No, no, no. She never drew blood, so we good. Okay. No, that's no, that's cool. That's cool. Because then, you know, we ain't got to call nobody. Yeah, we ain't got to call nobody. As long as you're not visibly bruised, and she only hits you in, like, you know, places where you can put your shirt over it and wear long yeah. pants, stuff like that. Nobody nobody see the bite marks. So she know where to, she know where to put them. Yeah, and you could just say that's love. You know, you know we, yeah. we got a little passionate. Um, I forgot to, to say for it. Yeah, I mean, as you should <laughs> at this time of life. Um, on, and Adam Levine's defense, the only thing I do want to say, <laughs> <laughs> this nigga Frank Face, like, wait, you got to defend, defend what? <laughs> Go ahead, I want to hear it. Sumner is the type of name a celebrity would name their child, right? Like, let's be real. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. He would have got away with it had he not sent that text and left the paper trail. Because Sumner sounds like a cool name. It's a unique name. Only you would have known where you got that name. You and her. Only y'all would have known. The fact that you text that stupid shit and left the paper trail, like, dog. Like, it, and it's not like you just became a celebrity. You've been famous for a long time. Like, you should know the game. Agreed. There's some celebrities... That know the game, like uh, Derek Jeter, you don't catch him slipping up. He know the game. You don't see him with no women or nothing. But if you hear the rumors, you know, hey, that nigga get around. But he know the game, so he move nice. 
Drake, another one. You know he get around, but he moved nice, so his name ain't out there like that. Mr. Levine, you should have known the game. There's no reason why you fumbling bags like this. So, so my thing is, should he have to give up the name, no? Because listen to me, Frank. <laughs> listen to me. You done, you done <laughs> mess with plenty of women in life. You know what I'm saying? Now, just because right. y'all had a relationship or y'all fucked or whatever, that mean you got to give up the name now? Now, you could just never name any of your kids? You know, we grew up in an age where, like, a lot of girls' middle names was, like, Chanel. Like, a lot of girls had that name. That's a pretty right. name. So, just because of that, I should just... Now, I can't have no Chanel's in my life? Let's say... Let's say you get married, Right? And your wife has an uncle she's close to, and his name is Clyde. She loves her uncle Clyde. He's a, he was a great father figure and all of that shit, right? But what she doesn't tell you is she also had an ex-boyfriend named Clyde. And then she says, hey, when we have a son, can we name him Clyde? Now, you know the relationship between her and her uncle. But when you see your son Clyde, and then you learn of her past with an ex-boyfriend named Clyde, how you going to feel about that name? I'm going to feel a little bit of a way, but hear me out. Not- <laughs> I understand why I can't. You always like this name from your uncle. That's why you feel that way. He's not named after your ex, but but I'm going to feel a little bit of a way, though. That is a rational thought process. And that's You're not going to be feeling that way in a moment. You're going to, all the Miami in you going to boil up and you're going to be like, oh, you made me name that baby after that fuck nigga used to date. That's yep. what you're going to say. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you're going to completely forget about your uncle. What you're going to say is, that nigga just so happened to have the same name as your uncle. You ain't trying to name a baby after your uncle. Your uncle already got a junior. He don't need another nigga walking around with his name. That's what you would say. It, all rational thoughts is going to go out the window. That's I mean, what's going to happen with Sumner. I don't care how cool that name sounds. That name is banished now. That lady better not even walk up and meet somebody named Sumner, Summer, Summer Nothing. That name ain't flying no more. I guess. I just I just feel like niggas shouldn't have to give up good names. And if they live in California and she divorce him, that nigga gonna be on child support and alimony. He gonna be fucked. Sticking with the cheetahs. Email Yudaka. I hope I hopefully I'm 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 pronouncing that correctly. Udoka. I believe so. Yeah, email Udoku. Udoku. It ends in an A. Whatever. Why am I asking Frank? Y'all know Frank don't know words. I know, right? You should have known this by this episode. That nigga can't pronounce English words. What the fuck am I gonna ask him to pronounce this nigga's African African name? I hope he's African. He is Nigerian. Okay. Uh, but the head coach for the, for the Boston Celtics, maybe soon to be former head coach. We don't know how this shit going to play out. I mean, so far, what we do know is that he carried on a relationship with one of the coaching staff, a woman. I just felt like, yeah, I made that clear in 2022. Um, you do, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, someone who, someone who, someone who, what's the word? identifies someone who identifies as a woman. Hey, cause you know, we in between and outside of those constructs, <laughs> we just trying to make sure everybody feels safe, safe spaces. Um, right. it was an improper, but consensual relationship. 
he broke some sort of team codes. And apparently there's a, at least from some of the sources, at least from the videos of people we've seen, there's a lot more that we don't know. So the story was broke by Woj, Adrian Wojanowski. He's, uh, the word, the people's names that you can pronounce is amazing. <laughs> like what the fuck? I ain't ever been able to pronounce woes. That's why I call him woes. The way you slam through, a- go ahead, sir. I just I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't get it either. It's some words I can pronounce. Other words give me hell. It's it's it's. I don't know. It doesn't make no sense to me either. But anyway, it was broken by him, and what he reported was. Like Marvin just explained, he had an inappropriate relationship, but consensual relationship with one of the staff members for the Boston Celtics. Now, I didn't hear that it was a coaching member. Some people tried to put it on, like they have a, uh, she's like uh, one of the directors for like player engagement or something like that. And they started floating her picture around and somebody came out and made sure to say, hey, it was not this lady. They're not going to tell us who it was. But they wanted to make sure that I think her name is Allison something. They wanted to make sure it wasn't Allison. Yeah, yeah. But but she was a part of the Boston Celtics organization. We just don't know what position she held or who she was. So if, or if she's went, still in that position, we don't know. Right, and people went up to bat for uh, Ime and saying, "Hey, look, other people do this because he's a brother. This is why you know he's being raked through the coals or whatever." And that's how. Now, and honestly, that's how me and Frank both felt. When we both had our initial conversation on the topic, that's what we said. And we even back, we even shot examples back and forth of players who slept with uh, people that was on their team staff and even coaches who had relationships with people on their team staff. We said, hey, look, th- this happened. And it's not just NBA. Every big organization have rules about fraternizing with other uh, employees or whatever. So we didn't think it was a big deal. We thought, okay, they just blowing it up because he's a black dude. But yesterday, Matt Barnes put out a video kind of backtracking what he said. And he's like, look, after I made my initial statements on the topic, I have to take back what I said because after I got more information, this situation is deeper than, than what we know now. And it's not my place to release what I've been told. But if it does hit, I just want to make sure that what I said, I no longer feel that way. And I'm just going to leave it at that, basically. He didn't say that verbatim, but that's basically what he said. So now people are going to speculate, like, dude, what the fuck did you do? Because I have heard rumors that it was uh, a wife of someone high up. Like an um, executive or owner? That's what I, I that's what rumors that I've seen. And I didn't play into them because I was just, at this point, it was just, the ball was rolling and I'm just waiting for actual confirmation. I didn't even want to bring up the whole rumor thing. But once, once Matt Barnes said that, I was like, okay, maybe there's some, some, some truth to this. And you know, Matt Barnes is very, very particular when it comes to that cheating shit. You saw the way he, look, nigga almost took, <laughs> nigga almost took Derek Fisher out. Like we all know yeah. that story. Uh, seriously. Cause he drove what it was like two, three hours from. Uh, from north of LA down to LA to punch him in the face. <laughs> Baby's having fun now. Hey, look, like I said, that nigga started with one kid. It was easy to keep one kid quiet. Three? That shit ain't happening. That ain't happening. <laughs> that ain't happening. But um, yeah, you know, so I don't know if that's what he was alluding to. 
Um, or if there's more salacious like details that we just don't know, which I'm sure the way they leak this shit, I'm sure it's gonna get out. Like that's just because it's very clear that the Boston Celtics allowed a lot of this information to get out. Like that's clear. Now, after hearing what Matt Barnes had to say, I'm thinking that this whatever it is is going to take on a life of its own, and this is just them kind of separating themselves or doing something about it, trying to get in front of it as best they can, but it's going to be ugly. That's what I'm thinking now. Because even like you you mentioned, you said um, it's rumors that he he slept with an executive's um, fiance or wife or whatever. If that was the case, that's nothing new. Tony Parker slept with Brent Berry's wife. That was his teammate. Tony Parker retired a spur. So ain't that ain't nothing out the norm. And I want to say, Tony Parker is the first name that comes to mind, but I'm, I want to easily say that wasn't the first one. I honestly want to say, even with Jimmy Butler and um, Anthony Towns, I think there was a rumor that Jimmy Butler slept with one of Anthony Towns' girls. So again, that's, that's not a, that's a big deal, don't get me wrong. It's not a big, big deal, if that makes sense. So what I'm thinking is, it could be something along like into in into the in the times we live in now, the things that really get the public going are things like sexual assault, sexual harassment. I don't think that's what it is because they went out of their way to say it was consensual. It was a consensual relationship. He wasn't loitering over his 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 power over her or anything. That's why it's like, that's why I'm very interested in like I'm interested, but. Like if they if I never find out I'll be okay, <laughs> but I'll be very interested to see what are these other details that we're not getting that so that had Matt Barnes really bringing his you know wanting to bring back his words and shit. Right. I don't get me wrong. I feel you. If I don't know about it, then I'll be okay. But at the same time, it's like, what is it? Because it's not just it's not cheating on his fiance. It's not sleeping with the married one. It just can't be that. If it is that, then it's gonna be like, oh, y'all made a mountain out of a out of an anthill. But if you guys are getting in front of something that's huge and it comes out and it's like, oh shit, I saw what y'all was trying to do, and even this is bigger than y'all, then it's like, okay, now I get why you guys felt suspending him an entire season was the right thing. See, my now, thing is if it was bigger than that. I don't think he'd have a job. Because if you were trying to distance yourself, you wouldn't just try to distance yourself for a year. You would have let him go. But maybe it's one of those things where it's like, hey, this could be bad. I don't now At this point, they're playing PR. Whatever it is, as, as individuals, we can look past it. But at the same time, we're a business. And we make our living off of the public's perception of us. We don't know how the pub, public's going to respond. So let's get ahead of... We're going to suspend you for a year. Now, if the public is really fucked up about this, then we're going to fire you. But if they're not, we're just going to take that year suspension. We can regroup next season and then move from there, like, and get past this. So maybe it's one of those things where it's like, okay, we're going to suspend you for a year, but at the same time, the reason we didn't fire you because we're still not sure how the public is going to take... When this comes out, and they probably feel like, hey, this is going to come out, when it comes out, we're going to play off what the public gives us. If they're up in arms about it, then we got to let you. Because, for example, with Ray Rice, um, if the NFL, if the Baltimore Ravens or the NFL would have suspended him for an entire season after that incident, 
I don't think they would have received the type of backlash that they got. They received that backlash because they gave them, what, it was like six games? And then when that video came out, where people was really upset was like, damn, y'all saw what he did to that girl and y'all only gave him six games? Now the NFL looked bad. So it's like, okay, now we got to hit you even harder. Okay, now you're cut. We we can't do nothing with you. So by the NBA saying, okay, we're just going to suspend you for a year, which is a hefty suspension, especially considering you took this team to the NBA Finals. Now we suspend you for a year. That's That, that shows strength on our part of being firm and not tolerating whatever it is that you did. Now, if it comes back where the people are still really upset about it, then we have to double back. But right now, I think we're showing we're showing a firm stance against whatever it is that you did that the public don't quite know yet. Okay. Um, I I hear you. I hear you. My my only pushback to that is if it was the first, the NBA is a bit more progressive overall than the NFL. Yes, like, I'd agree. We all know it's a business. It's all about dollars and cents. There's no, there's no feelings in it. Right. But for it to play out in the way that it played out, and it they seem to be mostly pointing to like a code of conduct sort of sort of thing. Um, it doesn't. It seemed like he broke one of the team's rules, and not necessarily a overall. NBA society rule, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not getting the sexual misconduct type of vibe from this situation. Um, and even if if it was something enough that they were gonna suspend him for the season, which is pretty hefty, I just don't. I don't know. It just doesn't seem so far, just I'm just running off of the details I got. I just don't feel like it's enough for what they're doing. But maybe as as time will tell, we'll see more, and we'll be able. No, I to... see what you're saying, and I I get you. It does fit because when they're speaking of it, they're talking about team rules, team code of conduct. It's not overall NBA uh, damaging, uh, NBA damaging incident that he did. But now I'm just thinking. What have I seen or heard in the past that somebody did that was against team rules that that landed them an entire year's suspension? And nothing's coming to mind. And the only thing I could think of where you would want to suspend a guy, a head coach, for a whole year is if he's fucking up the money this way. Jason Tatum is your star player. If Jason Tatum was in a contract year and you slept with Jason Tatum's fiance, that could be pivotal whether he signs with the team or not. Some shit like that. Okay, I get it. You did something that only damaged the team, oh, you but yet go. you you, you got to go. Okay, you see what I'm even, saying? It ain't even it ain't even a suspension. That's why I'm <laughs> saying the suspension is why it's it leaves it in such a weird limbo. Because guess what? This is the star player. He's bringing in more money than you are. Not only that, you he's probably go. one of the best talents in the NBA right now. I don't, and I know that we're going back and forth about the whole suspension and what because we're really speculating about shit we don't know. Let's talk about shit we do know. Okay. The more the the worst thing that he did. Not only did he fumble the NBA Finals last year up 2-0, This nigga fumbled Nia Long, the mother of his son, so he could lose his family. He loses his job and his family. Oof, that is tough. 
Because, see, when you, as a dude, if you're going through some shit and you're hurting, at least you could have work to fall on. Okay, I'm going to bury myself in work to not think about what's hurting me in my personal life. But if you did something at work that's so bad where you lose your job and then it gets out and you lose your family, then nigga, put that man on suicide watch. Bro, this is why I don't eat where I shit. I say this often. You can't. You can't. It's, it's something, and I know a lot of people have office relationships, and I have had them in the past. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm but above But you've matured it, and you've learned. But I learned, learned that, that, that I'm never going back there. That shit gets messy, and not only it's, you understand, you fucking, you bring in two worlds that should be very separate together. If you're going to mess with somebody that that is in the same organization as you, make sure they're in a different department and all of that. If y'all in the same department, if y'all share any type of common space, I'd advise not to do it because there's no way you can control if that shit starts to, to go left. No way at all. And it can ease... There's way more downside than there is up. It's just not a smart thing to do. And somebody... Um, posted when they when 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 it came out that he was involved with a, a, a Celtic staff member or whatever, that was like, oh, yeah, act like it's it's easy to not fuck your coworker, fam. It is very easy. It is very easy. Fu- it's easier to fuck your coworker. <laughs> like, like, like I don't think he, I think he meant, he said it wrong. It's a lot easier to fuck your coworker because guess what? You're around your coworkers way more than you're around your spouse. Let's just yeah. keep it G. Let's keep it G. You, you, because you're waking more waking hours. hours. I'm with yeah. them. That's why I tell people, yo, if you don't like the people you're around at work, it's time to look for another job. Because if I refuse to be miserable a majority of the time that I'm awake. <laughs> if my only piece is when I go to sleep, damn. Which is another reason why I don't think I could go back to the office. Because in my work, it's just, I come and go as I please. I don't have to be around anybody long enough to the point where it's like, do I have to decide if I really like or dislike this person? If come I'm on, with you, you eat I'm with you. Shit. How you going to talk this shit? You eat with you. Your wife work from home. You work from home, nigga. You eat where you shit. <laughs> but we not in the same department. We don't rep the same smart tech is what I'm okay. saying. Okay. Okay. So I'm good. And then if I want to leave the house, I can leave the house. And then on top of that, she work on the third floor. I work on the fourth. First. So it's it's levels to this. Like we keep it separate. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But you're I, right though. It is easy to end up in a messy situation. It's super That's, easy. You're you're around that person. And lust is a motherfucker. Lust could get you in a whole lot of trouble. It chemically fucks with your brain, you know, your logic not working. You thinking like, hey, I'm at work. My wife ain't never met her. This ain't gonna never affect me. Da 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 da. All it all it takes is one office party. And what one office party and the the two drink ticket where you get two drinks on the on the on the company. That's it. Nigga, my job, my job ain't no tickets. Nigga, it be it, open bar open? all night. That is dangerous. Whoever's making that decision need to stop it. They need to give y'all. T- <laughs> they need to give y'all. And I'm not. Even, and I ain't saying it's dangerous because it's expensive. I ain't even talking about the money. I'm talking about the 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 trouble that your staff could get into. Don't give those folks open bar. Give them two tickets. Nigga, that's that it. Be fun to watch. I I'm the king of a. I'm the king of. If it's office anything, I ain't doing. I ain't drinking shit but the Rona. None but Coronas, because I'm going to be all right. <laughs> yeah, 
But I feel you, though. I love a train wreck. So I'd be in the same boat as you. I'd be there, eyes peeled, watching other people fuck up. But, bruh, if I own the organization, ain't no way in hell I'm green lighting open bar. Fuck no. Nigga, so y'all get in I'm trouble a- now. I got to deal with that shit. Because if it stayed with y'all, then cool. I ain't mad. But, dude, y'all did it on my dime, on my time. No. Uh, this is something I do not want to deal with. Nigga. I'm a t- nigga, let me tell you, there's certain. Nah, I'm gonna say that for off pot. <laughs> off pot. <laughs> off pot. Oh, that must be good. <laughs> um, it's super easy at work. You can get yourself in a lot of trouble. You gotta like Frank. That's how. That's I just want y'all to notice. Look how Frank's out. How, how strong lust can be. That's how you know a million dollars ain't that nigga price. That nigga giving up that dick for 10. That nigga, <laughs> he talking nah, a lot had, of shit. <laughs> had, you said, had you said if I was approached by Megan Thee Stallion or somebody, nah, then yeah, that nigga. number would have been way lower. Way lower. It would probably wouldn't have been a number. We don't, it don't got to be Meg Thee Stallion. It be, no, it's, nigga, Instagram show you. I send you, now that I've resumed, you know, you back on probation. I send you regular <laughs> hoes all the time. Like regular, You sent me Joy Taylor the other day. Oh, that was, that was for fun. <laughs> Okay. I'm about to say, damn, I, I'm back to Joy Taylor again? What the hell did I do? No, nah, but I, I send you regular every day. Like, there are pretty women everywhere. We know pretty women. They're, like, that's 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 not a... There are fine women, like, just outside the door. You know what I'm saying? That just no, is what it is. No, this South Florida, yeah, that's pretty... And, and whatever flavor you like. There's fine yeah. women in whatever flavor you like. And when you spend a lot of time and y'all around each other, y'all got a good rapport... That's where those lines begin to blur, and I guarantee you that million dollar price, seven hundred fifty thousand dollar price, start to drop. I see how I see what you did there. You're making your point, but you're dragging me into it. Stop it! <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. But more importantly, I don't think we're giving enough. We're giving enough energy to the fact that. He has a he's in a long-term relationship with Nia fucking long. They've been together since 20, 2010. If I'm Nigga, not mistaken. We talking, we talking Brandy from Boys in the Hood. Debbie from Friday. We talking Bird from Soul Food. That was to me, that was that was that was that was peak finest for me. That was peak Nia Long. <laughs> that, that was, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We talking Nina from Love Jones. She been fine for a very, very long time. What what was she? Lisa from, from The Fresh Prince. One of our favorite shows. Lisa? No, no, no. I'm thinking, what's peak Nia Long for me? It was definitely, Lisa definitely. She was fine. Fine as hell in the, on that show. That's when I knew I liked girls with a shortcut. I didn't even know that I could. She's probably her and... um. Jada Pinkett on the... Uh, oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you, Jada, when it comes... Old Jada, not new Jada. Old Jada, not new Jada. If I'm being honest, I think new Jada is still fine. That's just me, though. It's the, after the all the surgery on the face. Old she Jada, ain't go not over, new Jada. She, old Jada, I'm not, not going to argue with I, I stand on that. That's fine. <laughs> I'll, leave it be. I'll leave it be. Let's go ahead. i say this, though. When it comes to women's hairstyle... What I've learned about myself, the two styles that I prefer the most 
are shortcuts and dreads. And the reason I prefer them the most, I think those are the two styles that require, not require, but women who are very confident and sure in themselves, those are styles that they like rock unapologetically. And I find that sexy as hell. This nigga just named the shit that his wife rock. It's fine. <laughs> nigga, what, what are you doing up here? This is a hundred, okay? A hundred. I keep what it What are you doing? I am. <laughs> when she asks me to suggest hairstyles, I'm the one that tell her, hey, you should cut it. Or are you going to lock it? Yeah, I do that. Go ahead. Anyway. I'm not a fan of the long, straight, don't get me wrong, it's not ugly, but cut that shit. Put some waves in that. Fucking shave a Nike check on the side of your head. I don't give a damn. That's always been your thing, though. Because I've called you out on that shit for a long time. You did. Since we was yeah, I'm about to say. Yeah. <laughs> the shortcuts is, that shit is sexy. That shit always been his thing. Frank always wanted him and his girl to brush their waves in the, in, the, in the mirror together and shit. Using the same Murrays. Especially if she like has a dark complexion and she do something bold like a platinum fucking low boy. That shit is hot. Nigga, I don't know. As you keep talking, I know exactly who you're talking about. So I'm just going, I'm just going to reel this shit back. Because <laughs> <laughs> we talking very specific. Uh, anyway, <laughs> she was fine though. Anyway. She was, right? <laughs> she that was fine. You? Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, but... I mean, you know, J. Cole, J. Cole some time ago in the song No Role Models said, my only regret, I was too young for Lisa Bonet, which I agree. I think a lot of our generation feel that way. We do. And the next line was, my only regret was too young for Nia Long. Did you hear her response to that? Nia Long, Nia Long responded and said, he's not too young. So I say that to say this, Nia, me and J. Cole the same age. You know what I'm saying? I sit, I sit, I shot my shot in there. I'm not ready to be a stepfather. I'm ready to be the father that stepped up. <laughs> if I was Cole, I'd say I send a uh, you good DM. Hey, I heard you. Heard your boy going through something. You good? Cause shoot or shoot, shoot or shoot, hey, shoot or shoot. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Exactly. Did you? Hey, you saw I shot. You know I shot my shot. Hey, hey, you shot. Good? Y'all right? Yeah, just just checking in. Just checking in. Hey, if you need, you know, just somebody, you know, unbiased. <laughs> somebody who just, you know what I'm saying, has no dog in the fight, just, you know, need a, you know, a listening ear. Need somebody to I'm talk not dirty to when I'm here for you. I'm not dirty macking, but you know. That reminds me. I was, li- this is going to be my old school vibe of the, of, the, of the week. What's on Joe? Joe has the best dirty macking song. I hate that song. I know this song. That could be your old school. That could be your old school. Play it, play it. It's you fine. Could, why do you hate it? That song is so good. Cause he dirty Mac. Actually, the second, the second best dirty Mac song is Marvin's Room. I, That's why you hate but, it so much. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> let's talk, let's talk about Dirty Mac for a second. The reason Joe's Dirty Mackin song was so good, because at no point in the song did he say fuck that nigga. He was just saying, hey, you're not getting this. You're not getting this. You want this. You need this, but you're not getting nothing. I'll do it all for you. Marvin's no, he room, is talking shit about that nigga the whole time. He, but he never said he never said anything derogatory towards the nigga. He's all he's showing her. He's telling her what she's liking and what he would do. 
That is smooth as fuck. That was a very smooth Dirty Mackin song. Man, I, I don't know about that one, dog. Joe, 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 <laughs> Joe the King of the Dirty Mac. Go ahead, read some of them lyrics. Read some of them lyrics. Tell me what kind of man would treat his woman so cold. Treat you like you're nothing when you're worth more than gold. Girl, to me, you're like a diamond. I love the way you shine. A hundred million dollar treasure. I'll, I'll give the world to make you mine. I don't know, man. It, it, it's poetry. Dirty, dirty, hold on, dirty. Hold on. What's the name of that song again? All the things. Do you remember how that video starts? You know, I seen you and your man. Da, da, da. Like the nigga, the, nigga, the nigga walked up on some bullshit, my nigga. That nigga walked up on some bullshit. Like you watch me in my, like you watch me in a relationship with my girl get into an argument, and you ain't let you ain't let a nigga get around the corner, my nigga. And you, hey, I saw you and your man. You know, y'all was going through this, going through that. You know, you deserve, you deserve more. Da 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 da. da. Like even my favorite Joe song, I want to know. That nigga That's say, another Dirty Mackin song. That's a good one too, It's full of Dirty Mackin. He never took the time to make it work. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that nigga... You're right. He might be the king of Dirty Mackin. I, you know, I'm literally looking... I, no, fuck, fuck Joe sometimes. <laughs> best thing he ever did... Best thing he ever did was tell me it was a big, rich town. And he just come from the poorest part. That was a good intro song. Probably one of the best, in my opinion. All the things your man won't do, I'll do them for you. That's the name of the fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. But Nia, like real talk, all the things that that he not doing, <laughs> I do. Them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I make the sacrifice. I'm good with kids. I, you know, I used to I used to work at the park. You know what I'm saying? Your son look like he might need help with his jumper. You know what I'm saying? If this was the age of MySpace, this Damn, would be that's the, the one profile thing I can't, song. I can't say. That's the one thing I can't say. He might need help with a jumper. The one person who probably could help him more than me is his dad. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, my old park, my old park shit not gonna work. Like, hey, you know, he might need a little extra time in the in the evenings. I mean, you want to come through and y'all can. Uh, you can teach him, him to throw a football. There you go. You're right. You're right. Go ahead. Yeah, so if this was the age of MySpace, this would be the profile song right now. Yeah. Because, you know, that's how you send subliminal messages with the profile song. Fresh off a breakup, you playing Return of the Mac on the profile? Hey. Let her know. <laughs> Gotta let her know. I ain't stunning you no more. What's that Usher song? You don't have to call. That you it's don't okay, have to call? girl. <laughs> Because I'm going to be all right hey. tonight. <laughs> hey, when me and so-and-so was going through it, it was like, hey, it's whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. Yeah, you got to let them know on the socials that you all right. Yeah, I'm, Meanwhile, I'm good. you at home hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah. But you can't I'm... tell them that, though. No, nah, you can't. Because yeah, I done moved you out my top eight. So you know it's... So you so so all the hoes know it's up. It's up right now. Like, hey, this your chance. Back in the days, it was top eight. Now is hey, I'm changing all the passwords to my streaming services. You ain't getting no Netflix, no Hulu, no. I gotta change all that. That's how you know you're really cut off. Oh yeah, because the last thing you gonna do is be laying up with the next nigga watching my Netflix. The fuck? Exactly. That ain't that ain't gonna happen. I can tell you that happened to me once before. I don't know if she was laying with somebody, but all of a sudden I see you started a new series on the thing, a series we was both talking about watching. 
You got me yeah, fucked all the way gonna up. Say, <laughs> do you want to continue watching this? What you mean, do I want to continue? I ain't even start. What are you talking about? Nigga, change the password so fast. Then you get a text asking stupid questions. Did you change the passwords? The fuck you think I did? Nah, nah. It was it was on some petty shit. Like it even tried me even more, and I got even harder. Here it was. Ready? Hey, did you not did you not pay the Netflix? Oh, oh. bitch! I got motherfucking money. Don't you ever fucking turn me? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was the energy I had in the moment. Like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. You know I got bread. <laughs> fuck out of here. I made money. I made, like I was I was talking like a straight straight jug dealer. I make money. I make money. Don't you ever sit up here and talk to me like. <laughs> but um, that was very disrespectful, though. Nah, I I was I felt disrespected. Like, like, like changing the password wasn't even an option. Like, oh, you too broke to pay the bill. Listen here, if I was too broke, it would have told you a payment is due. Did it tell you that? Nah, you can't even log in. That's the issue. Nah. So what I said was, and I did it petty, like. Now it looked like somebody had started watching something, so I felt like maybe I left my password on at you know one of the hotels and stuff that you know because I'm I'm out traveling now. Um, <laughs> maybe I left the password on, on one of the things, so I changed my password. Um, hope you all right. Yeah, I, I might have left up. it logged in somewhere. We ain't that's need all. to be logged in at. Yeah, that's all. Clearly, clearly, I left it logged in. So you good over there? I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I just logged it out. Of all devices. That's it. Why you ask? <laughs> nah, I ain't even want to know. Because I because I did it. And literally, literally, 20 minutes later, I got the text. Oh, it must, have log- it must have logged her out in the middle of the show. Hey, then it worked. It worked exactly the way I needed it. it to. Yeah, it worked beautifully. If that's how it happened, it worked beautifully. Fuck out of here. Hey, I saw, and it will move off of this, but I saw I saw a tweet where it was like Soldier Boy accusing, um, no, nah, he talked about Drake had stole his float, and it said Tristan yeah. Thompson looking at you, Doctor, like, he stole my whole flow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he got Charlemagne in the background, like, oh shit, that's kissed me through the phone. Charlemagne the ass for a lot of that shit, though. If you go back and watch that interview, he egging that shit on so much. <laughs> Especially when he got Soldier Boy to say, them crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Soldier Boy was high as shit in that interview. You couldn't pay oh, me to believe he wasn't. Cocaine. Cocaine was on another level. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Ouch. Classic. Like it is. Classic. Before we move off of sports, um, I just want to bring this issue to the table. So Frank got banned from Twitter earlier this week. <laughs> <laughs> Frank sent me a message that uh, he had gotten banned from Twitter. Um, they had asked him to delete a certain tweet. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I said, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> I'm going to read you. Hold on. <laughs> this nigga. So the nigga sent me, the, Frank sends me the message of him being banned. And then the nigga going to write me, I have no idea what I did. Fully knowing what the fuck he did. <laughs> At the time, I didn't think it was that bad. I said, what did you say? This nigga said, oh, I I called Skip Bayless a hoe. (laughs) I said, what the fuck prompted that? That nigga said, Skip mentioned LeBron cutting his hair, and then he said he was going to talk about it on the show. 
That's when I called him a hoe. <laughs> I said, you don't, so feel like, t- <laughs> you don't feel like that was a lot, though? That was a jump, nigga. Listen, so he tweets out, oh, LeBron shaved his head. We're going to discuss this next on Undisputed. Dude, so much shit is going on with sports. You got the Brett Favre shit. I don't even think the Ime Udoka shit hit yet. But you had the whole Brett Favre shit that a lot of people need to be talking about more. Fuck yeah. Um, Fuck yeah. That nigga stole five million. Let me let me rephrase. That man stole five million dollars. From the poorest people in the country, basically. Under the for under a the, volleyball the stadium. Building a volleyball stadium. And volleyball? from what I understand. His daughter don't even go to that school anymore. She at LSU now. Volleyball, nigga. <laughs> and nobody watches volleyball unless it's the Olympics. Volleyball get played in the in the basketball gym. We all know this. It's always been that way. A whole stadium, $5 million stadium? You're absolutely right. They don't need a separate <laughs> space for volleyball. Y'all not packing out shit. But anyways. Skip Bayless said he was going to talk about LeBron shaving his head. There's so much shit you could talk. The, the fucking Dolphins just beat the Ravens and two of them that had 500 yards. Like, talk about that shit. Buffalo fucking stomped somebody out 41-7. Talk about that shit. You know what I'm saying? So much shit you could have talked about. You want to talk about a nigga shaving his head. So I said, you a whole ho. You been a hoe. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and Twitter said, you're gone. <laughs> That's exactly what they said. They said you're out of here, Bucko. They said verify. Your, they told you verify your phone number and delete the tweet. <laughs> verify this is you and delete the tweet. <coughs> they said we have determined that your account has violated the Twitter policies. I was confused because I'm like, man, all the crazy shit that I've seen got off on the timeline and y'all getting mad at me? Like, what do you say fuck me for? Hey, you know from now on you got to actually be very careful because once you're on their you list, you're being watched. Oh, yeah. I know I'm on the Twitter shit list. So I can't call nobody a hoe no more. Can't call... <laughs> that nigga said you a whole hoe. <laughs> I said you been a hoe. <laughs> you been a hoe. <laughs> yeah. He ain't just nah, nigga. This ain't new to you. This is true to you. You been a hoe. Speaking of hoes, future. Um, and I'm not calling future hoe. Future just a nigga with a lot of hoes. <laughs> nah, he a hoe, man. You get around like that, he a hoe. All right, I'm sure he claimed that shit. Toxic King recently, future sold his entire publishing catalog to the to a company called Influence Media Partners. For what is being presumed to be high eight figures. We're talking in the 70s to 80s, $90 million side. So 612 songs. Oof. Man. Honestly, he was somebody I wouldn't picture would do that because I figured his catalog would be worth like some crazy. Like even when you say 70, 80, 90 million dollars, I'm still thinking like, dude, like you've made some pretty timeless songs. Like, Frank, I'm just going to be honest with you. Other than March Madness. Hey, I'm timeless? not the biggest future. F- no, 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 no,
I understand. It's this not, is not me. me being a hater. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Listen. I'm saying not me personally, but seeing how people revere him, I would figure he'd be more valuable. Like NBA Youngboy. NBA Youngboy is probably one of the biggest rappers right now. I couldn't name you two songs from him. I couldn't name you the first one. <laughs> so I get you. I, I know one song. I know No it? Smoke. No Smoke. He has a song called No Smoke. I just know the name of the song. I don't... If you were to play the song right now, until it gets to the chorus, I won't know what song it is. But NBA Youngboy is probably the biggest rapper right now. Like, the young people love him. I don't know his music. So with Future, and, and Young Thug is in this category too. I couldn't name, I couldn't name five Young Thug songs. Like, off the top of my head, just spit them out. Like, I couldn't do it. But people love them and their music. So seeing how people love them, I would figure like, yo, yo shit would probably sell for a lot more than, than eight figures. Like I figured you would have been in a hundred million range. If you're selling Let your me say this. catalog. Let me say this. So I'm going to give you a reference. <clears throat> Justin Timberlake earlier this year sold his entire catalog for a hundred million dollars. And that's another and, person. I thought it would have went higher. Okay. Right. But but if Justin Timberlake is setting the price, let's just... Okay, so your future is not going to sell as high as Justin. I get it. So yeah. All right. Yeah. He's had damn, way I... more timeless songs than Future has. I'm not saying they're on the same bar because I, I, that's apples to oranges to me. No, no. I get but... I'm, I'm Right now, the reason you see my brain moving, I'm just thinking, okay, so what would Jay-Z's catalog be worth? What would Michael's entire catalog be worth? Right now, I know <clears throat> Kanye is, we all know he's hurting for money at the moment. That, that's how I feel. He's hurting for money? Oh, yeah. With this, the part of his net worth is these Nike, not Nike, these Adidas all right. Gap. <laughs> yeah, it's not liquid. Right, 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 right. Right now, he's, okay. he's, he's, he's he, you're going to need an influx of cash somewhere to do what it is that he's claiming he wants to do because apparently we all know Sway had the answers. Yeah, he should have listened to Sway a long time ago. <laughs> Sway and had, had he listened, And had he listened to Sway, do you imagine how much money he would have been sitting on right now? Because it all would have been his shit. Right, he would have been fucking killing it right now. Sway was saying, sell to people directly. Don't use these bigger names. You know what I'm saying? Scale it back and then you'll get there. Yeah, like you Kanye. were big enough to do that. Like you had everything you needed. You didn't need to lean on these other people. You had the capacity to do what it was you wanted to do. He wanted to partner up with the big names and you got to deal with big name lawyers. Yeah, Kanye's always giving me the vibe of he wants that acceptance from those people. That's who he is. He's always wanted the acceptance from those. That's how he, that's, that's how he validates himself. So that's why we've gotten to this point. But did Kanye's you see not the even... Genius documentary? I saw the first episode, but let's not talk about it because I I haven't seen it. Oh no, because I was about to say that's one of the things I kind of pulled from it too. Uh, yeah, 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 needing to feel validated. Always, he's always needed to feel validated. Even when he was walking into those offices at 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 Rockefeller, and people was like, oh. Kanye was just walking around like he was so like, hey, let me play my song. And they was like, all right, nigga, we working. Like, <laughs> I need you to move. <laughs> like, he's always literally felt the need to be validated. That's why he goes after he's getting the woman that every girl wants, that every every guy wants. He's always trying to validate his 
status to us. Which so he doesn't he have feel, to do that. Right, right. Because we accept him for who he is. But, boy, it's storming out there. Um, Damn, I didn't really, I heard it, but I didn't think. You know we finna get hit with a hurricane or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. Well, you better, you better, hey, while y'all are listening to this, I hope you're listening to this while you're in a grocery store. Go get your waters and everything. I went, I went yesterday, got my water, don't got try, all my shit. Yeah, don't try to buy it online. Because they're not going to honor it. They're going to say they're sold out. Yeah. Yeah. And only thing, and this is what I'll say. If you're listening to this and you're on the southeast part of South Florida, you might be a little better off. If you're on the southwest, Tampa, Fort Myers, Venice, if you're in that area, please go. If you're listening to this, it's too late because you're listening to this is Monday. You should have did this shit by Friday. So, but back on Kanye, I know... It's being said that he's kind of it. It's his is kind of estimated to get three to four, maybe five hundred million dollars for his catalog. Um, and the biggest problem with Kanye's catalog is there's so many people who are a part of it, like the production side. Like he uses so many samples, so that money, so he can only really sell his portion, not everyone else's portion. So he's he's valuing it at five hundred million, and they're like, "But you, bro, you don't like. We got to split this with other people, <laughs> like." Right. So uh, collectively, is worth five hundred million. But if maybe. you were to separate your portion, that number drops. I get it. But man, uh, music business is so goddamn confusing. Do you know they're they're gonna uh, they're trying to implement a pro uh, uh, a product where you could buy stock in music, like you could buy stock in a song. Not just like, it's not like stock in Sony or anything or stock in, 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 in Interscope or anything. Like, no, nah, you could buy stock in a particular song. I thought that was interesting. No, that's super interesting. I, I think it's probably, it's probably, it's probably not the wildest idea. Um, I think, for I think someone there's like- something, I think there's, there's definitely... Because, you know, I, this is, I've been, you know, my conspiracy is that there's another phase to the music business that we're about to see. And that's why these big companies are going out of their way to obtain catalogs from these big artists. Artists? Ooh, I've been talking to Frank too long. These big artists? <laughs> Sorry, bro. Um, but I'm not I'm the person to ask when it comes to gram- uh, gr- no, no, grammatical no. It's, errors. It's, it's, it's artists. With the, with the S yeah. at the end, not artists. Um, I would have been cool with artists, but that's just me. Nigga, you say son. I know you are. <laughs> I said hyperbole too. I still beat oh, myself man. up about that one. Hyperbole was, that's up there. <laughs> that's up there. But um, said, I think the word I, you're looking for is hyperbole. Nigga, what? Cause you jumped out uh, there with hyperbole, like you were so confident when you said it too. Um, <laughs> the way you corrected me, though, it was it was hilarious, but I felt you was a bit of dick about it. But it's all good. <laughs> I, felt like I was being nice. <laughs> no, you was being nice, but you did it in the dickish way. Okay, okay, but I really believe like these these companies know what's happening next, like high up. Like these higher, like they know what's coming next past the DSPs, past 
past Apple and SoundCloud and all that, like what what the next phase of the music business is going to be, they know and they're investing in it because they know that this 70, 80 million they just gave the future is going to turn into big dividends later on in the future. What if that's it? What if being able to, what if giving people the opportunity to buy stock in a song is? That could very much, that could very well be it. Or it could be a combination of some other things. Right. So let's say like you yourself, you pride yourself on being able to catch an album when it first released and then picking out the songs that's, hey, this is going to resonate with the people. So let's say every time you do that, those same songs that you kind of say, hey, this is going to resonate with the people, you go ahead and you buy a few shares of that song. So now as that song get more radio spins and everything, you get a little something back. Or the money that you put towards that song, that goes into the budget of giving it that that marketing push to become a single or whatever. And then as it if it does generate well, you get some of those some of that money back. And then of course, the record labels, they'll make their money off of that too. That'll be an interesting that'll be something interesting to see if the music does go in that direction. Um but I do see your point where these people wouldn't be buying up all these catalogs and everything if if like you said it's a business. I'm not finna shell out 70, 80, 100, potentially 500,000, 500 million dollars if I don't think I can flip that. I'm not spending that money for no reason. So there's definitely something down the pipeline. Probably when we have this conversation by episode 200, maybe, we would see that, hey, what you were saying episode 100 and what you were saying since episode 70, now we're seeing it take place. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, and what they're selling is the the catalog as it is now. What they make in the future is still theirs. You know what I mean? So... Mm. So it's so, the catalog as of this date. Everything I made as of this date, that's what you're going to buy from me. Yeah. So they bought 612 song titles from Future. So 600. And we, I didn't and even you know, know that nigga had that many songs. Well, Future make like 12 songs a day. Future make like 12 songs a day at this point. None of that counts towards mixtapes, right? It may. It may. So I'm saying like if it's a mixtape song, you can't sell that, can you? You can't include that in your catalog. If if it's original beats, you can. So Lil Wayne, he can't sell his mixtape music. Maybe not all of it, but some of those original beats that he has on those on those on those. Or can he sell the? What about the lyrics? Can he just take the lyrics off the beat and sell that? No, you can't do that. Okay. Because if you don't own the publishing of the song, like if you aren't publishing the song, those are just free things that you're giving out. There's there's no money to be made off of something that's given away for free. Got you. Um, but I was listening to the read and uh, Kid Fury said Future makes 12 songs a day but he also makes 12 kids a day so he probably need the cash so he'll be alright he'll make more yeah, music okay. and make money off of that and then he can use his cash to you know take care of all the baby mamas and mamas mamas baby mamas mamas, mamas. mamas. yeah <laughs> I know you can't help yourself I um, can't that was such a good line mm-hmm if you could buy stock in a song right now, what song would you buy stock in? I don't have a song. Because hmm. cause if I was to buy stock in a song, I'd have to buy... I would buy stock in a song that I just heard 
and I'm like, this is gonna be the song. Like mm. I'm, I, and and this is not the two one horn. I'm pretty good at. I've always been pretty good at picking out, like when if I listen to an album, I can pretty much pick out the song that is probably gonna be the hit. I'm really I and I've been pretty accurate with it. When the Beyonce song, when the Beyonce album came out, I every song that's been like the song. Like Cuff It. Cuff It was Cuff It is my favorite song off the album. Right. It's and that up-tempo. song is doing its rounds now. It's doing its rounds. They got TikTok dances to it. But I knew from the time I first heard it. You this said that on song. this episode. Right. I played it. Remember when the album came out? That's the first song I played. We brought in the uh, the the episode with that song. Yeah. I'm pretty good at that. I know that I I have an ear for it. So if I was to hear a song like that. I would when you were in school, low. you didn't ever want to become an A and R. I did, I did actually. And what happened? That shit ain't life. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's hard easy. to get in life, yeah. nigga. Yeah, I guess you ain't know enough people. Not saying it's a dish or anything, but yeah, it's no, no. But you got to know the right people. It's a lot of us who have an ear. Yeah, uh, I guess. If I had to put money towards a song right now. I'd probably play it safe and put money towards that No Woman, No Cry song we heard on the uh, Black Panther, um, that Black Panther trailer. 100%. I will put my money there because that movie is going to drop. So let's say the stock price might be low. But if that song is anywhere near the movie, any if it's in the movie, that song is going to skyrocket. I'm saying it based on the history of... Songs put out by Tim's that turn into big hits over time. Like it's one of those buy low, sell high type thing. Like I mm-hmm. I have a feeling she she just makes music right now. She has the she has the sound. She is the sound. I think that song would do numbers like that Wiz Khalifa song did when Fast and when a dude died in Fast and Furious. Yeah. That and that song hit like a billion on YouTube. I think that song is gonna do numbers like that. Just okay. off the strength of people loving Black Panther, people loving Chadwick and all of that. And no, just it's going to... That, that song is going to do crazy numbers. So there's currently a, a tour going on. It's called the Fall Back in Love Comedy and Music Jam. That sounds good. Yeah, there's comedians on there and there's, you know, some of your... Some of your C-list R&B artists. The August Alcinas, the Tory Lanes. <laughs> um, so apparently there there was an incident where August Alcina walked by Tory Lanes, who was there with his bodyguards, and Tory put out put out his hand, say, What's up? August Alcina clearly, if you see the video, clearly looks at that nigga hand like and then kept walking. You know, he acknowledged him, but he like, didn't acknowledge like, him. Like I acknowledge, like I acknowledge you there, but I, nigga, I don't, I don't fuck with you. Yeah, I'm gonna make sure you see that I don't fuck with you. Basically, what he did. I see you, but I'm, I don't fuck with you. Exactly. And August, August keeps walking and get to the elevator. Um, they. Tory and all his bodyguards, they bum rush him like, hey, you know, what the fuck is the problem? There's even audio of that that very small conversation where he's like, 
hey, you was talking shit about me, you know, when I was going through my shit. So don't don't act like we friends now. We we ain't never met before today, but you was talking shit. Now you want to dap me up? Understandable. That, that's what August said. Yeah, that's what August said, and that's understandable. And you know, he said in in his story, Tory sucker punched him, and then they, he got jumped. But he what he calls, he said, I'm exiting the building after the show last night, and a four foot eleven size leprechaun ran down on me with eight oversized security niggas, whom I greeted each individually upon their walk up as they tried to press me. Whole time I'm one deep, no security. Now, the only reason we know this is because August Alcina posted this picture. It's almost like one of the pictures you take in a club. Like, you know, you, you up against the wall. Like, he literally is almost posing. Like, look, I'm fucked up. I'm fucked up. Take, hey, 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 bro. Hey, bro. Get this. Get this pic. Get this pic. I'm fucked up. <laughs> like, like, that's like, <laughs> like, that's what he's doing, man. From the looks of it, it looked like he took an ass whooping. Yeah. Lip, lip gushing. It looked like they drug him a little bit. He definitely got stomped. It's definitely like this. Some like the the way this knee is looking. That that's definitely that's definitely uh that's definitely Timberland boots. Like that's I seen the Timberland boot stomp. My thing is, why beat his ass like that? Because he ain't say hi to you. That's a bit excessive, don't you think? Isn't Tori? Tor- aren't you in enough trouble? Yeah, you got a, a a case that's pending right now. Why do that? You're not even from you're not even from the US. Don't get yourself deported <coughs> over dumber shit. You already I don't know why we haven't just gotten rid of the nil nigga. <laughs> to be honest. Why he just ain't like, hey, until this court case is done, you only can come down for this. Or if you was a promoter, it's like, hey, look, until they get that straightened out, you might be bad for business. They kicked him off the tour. Yeah, because fighting, not because of the other shit. He got himself kicked off. No reason for you to fight that dude. If the nigga don't fuck with you, he don't fuck with you. Keep it moving. You making money. That's what you should be worried about. And he just... Be that. that dude... That dude just move weird to me, man. A lot of dudes move weird. You want to know who moves weird as hell, too? The baby. I, I mean, don't get hey, that, nigga. You, you, you said it before I could. Go ahead. That... Like, if he's desperate to, like, you know, for some attention because of, of all the past transgressions he's had with Danny Lay, with the Rolling Loud incident, with the countless other stupid shit he's done to fuck up his money. But to to make a song putting, quote-unquote, Megan's business out there, and the reason I say, quote-unquote, because you being messy and I don't believe what you're saying. Right. To do that is like, dog, you're really not helping yourself. Like right now, you coming off like a hoe. Man, I read a, I read a tweet. I'm not gonna it, say that on Twitter though, because I'm gonna get kicked off again. Yeah, you're not. But he being a hoe. I I read a tweet. These men saying they slept with Meg to destroy her credibility because they understand how the world works. Paint her like some crazy chick that's just mad because y'all slept together. And people were wrong with that. It's misogyny 101. That's the old world, though. Shit don't work like that no more. Look at Kim. Look at uh, Lori Harvey. 
and now Meg. All these dudes saying they slept with her. Ain't, no, ain't nobody looking at them. Nobody's looking at these women like they're less than. Lori Harvey is still lusted over and is still in demand. Meg the same. Ain't nobody stunting that shit. I believe there's a lot of people who do. I think you and I might not, but it's a lot of people who don't fuck with Megan because of the whole Tory Lane situation. Like, remember when we had when we talked about it? It was a lot more women who I saw siding with. Maybe not saying siding with him, but they definitely but weren't they were believing, with her. right? And I honestly, to this day, I still don't understand their perspective on that. They made it seem like, oh, she's just trying to tear down a black man. It's not helped her career, not one bit. I don't understand what the what the thought right. behind it would have been. She has like, there's no, there's no motive that would elevate her if she does this to him. Like, what's her motive? She has none. What happened, happened. If she says that's what happened, then more than likely that's what happened. He's going to get... And, 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 you know, we'll see what happens in court, but the baby, he he's going to get the the Kevin Samuels crowd, the those who 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 fuck with that kind of misogynistic view. You know what I'm saying? You got too many bodies, you ain't worth shit type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause saying you, you fuck Megan, what does that, what does that get for you? And why is that how you start your song? Again, it's one of those things like, why the fuck, if it is true, why the fuck did we need to know that? Like, I don't give a shit. I ain't fucker. That's my thing. Cause I ain't get the fuck. I definitely don't care if you fuck. Right, going back to what we was talking about earlier, messy bitches, it's a dude, it's him. Messy as fuck. Pillow talking, why? Nigga, keep it G. And then, and the shit that tripped me out, they'll say some shit where there's like, they'll, they'll put their business out there, and then the very next line say, yeah, you know, I was keeping it G, I ain't say nothing. And then what the fuck happened? Why you said it now? <laughs> why the fuck do we know? Why the fuck do yeah. we know? Good on you, mate. But don't care. <laughs> Good on you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And that's a, and that goes to show how trash your music has become. Because people would rather Google and look up the lyrics of see what you said. You play that song right now. We don't know what the beat sounds like. We don't know what your flow and cadence is. We don't know none of that shit because we don't fucking care. I didn't even go look to hear it. To be honest, I didn't even go look to hear it. And I thought he would and and say this. A year and a half ago, I thought he was one of the ones for the next generation. I, I thought so too. People was comparing him to Ludacris and everything, but nigga went left. You was worried about dudes sucking dick in the parking lot. You gonna be the one sucking dick in the parking lot to make ends meet now? Not that anything's wrong with sucking dick, <laughs> but if you was talking shit against it, then yes, very wrong for you. <laughs> All right, Frank, you already kind of mentioned it, but give us your old school vibe of the week, man. All the Things by Joe. In my opinion, it is the best Dirty Mackin' song because he never come at the dude sideways. Like Marvin said, in the video, it looked bad. I give you that. But the song is great. <laughs> but yeah, All the Things by Joe. The most beautiful Dirty Mackin' song that I can think of. If y'all know a better Dirty Mackin' song, please tell me. I'd love to hear y'all, y'all opinion.
I'm telling you, I put Marvin's room up there. I think Marvin's room is not as good as this song. Marvin's room is a good song. It is. If we talking about songs, it's a good song. I'm not gonna knock it. But it's in dirty terms of it's fuck. It is. Yeah, it's dirty macking as fuck. But if we talking about dirty macking, dog, this is as clean as it's gonna get. And dirty Mackin. He don't try nobody. Just telling her, hey, look, he ain't doing this for you. I could do it. He ain't say that dude was less than or nothing. He just say, hey, that nigga ain't showing you off. I can show you off. Smooth. Okay. What's your old school vibe? Um, I'm going to let you hear I wanted to be him. I wanted to be that dude. The deep voice guy? When it came to music, that's what I thought I was going to grow up to be. But my voice never got as low. And I've just my voice never been as sexy, so I couldn't go that route. But this is a great song, too. I don't think we'll ever see, like, boy bands or groups like that again. Mm-hmm. I think that was the golden age of it. We'll never see another thing like Boyz II Men ever again. However, I think it's Wanye. Have you seen his kids sing? I think he no. has like three sons and a daughter. Dog, when I say those kids are angels, my God, they're good. They're... I didn't I'm going to try to find a... His kids can fucking sing. Like, they're amazing, dude. I hope they become a group and put shit up. See, I didn't know. I, I I stand on. I think Wanye, and I don't know. Maybe maybe he just never wanted to leave. I think Wanye is one of the best R&B voices of all time. I stand on that. He's he's in my top five male R&B voices. And all them niggas on on Boyz Make It Sing. All of them. Like every single one of them. I'm not taking away from anybody. But when it came to a bridge, you knew Wanye was gonna <laughs> tear that shit up. No, no rebuttal here. He was a man. I mean, they all were good, but you knew he, like you said, he he brought it home. Always. Give me a give me a new vibe of the week, man. I'm pretty sure you could guess it. Are you sure? Because I, I because it's the one hundredth one. I have one that I think. I I made it my new vibe of the week because. I support you. So I'm going to go ahead. Let me play mine first. <laughs> okay. All right. Stop playing with him, Ryan. You thought I was killing you? No. <laughs> that nigga got money. That nigga eat it, he ate it for lunch. Bitch, I'm a baddie. I get what I want like. You thought I was killing you? No, I was killing you. That nigga got money. Nigga eat it, he ate it for lunch. Bitch, I'm a baddie. I get what I want like. I'm be honest with you. That almost became the vibe last week. I got nothing against the young lady. I don't like her hair, but I got nothing. Whoa! Whoa! You gonna talk about a black woman's hair? Come on, Frank. Walk that shit back while you can. No, I'm not walking it back. I think it's a stupid hairstyle. I had nothing against her hair. It's just... Come on, you got the... It's a hard not life, Annie. Bro, like, stop it. 
do something better. But anyway, I like the young lady. She cool, but that's not my vibe. Really? But you're not far, though. Not far off. I mean, much, much, much love to Ice Spice. This Munch song is it. You thought it was She's killing it. <laughs> oh, no. She got the, what you call it? Like, the catchiest phrase of the summer? She got it. Everybody is saying that, oh, you thought I was feeling you. I think it Simple. Was, I think it, it's right. I don't know if it's the catches because I got to say fuck nigga free is probably FNF was like the song of the summer for the ladies. Let's be real. It was, but I think you thought I was feeling that shit is picking up heat. Oh, nigga, yeah. guys and girls are saying that shit. Guys ain't singing fuck nigga free. But hell, even Lil Baby, he tweeted out some shit. Oh, you thought I was feeling you? Bitch, I was drunk. And he said some other shit behind it. Like <laughs> anybody can take that you thought I was feeling you and run with it. Give it some time. I'm pretty sure Fabulous is going to put it in a rap. Just give it some time. But my new vibe is Glorilla featuring Cardi, Cardi. B tomorrow too. <laughs> Only because it just came out. Now see, I heard this. I was like, this is this Frank vibe. Frank, Frank, old munch ass nigga. <laughs> I am a munch, but I like this this Glorilla and Cardi song. Hey, Cardi went off. Cardi goes off. You know, somebody said they was like, man, whoever whoever writes for Cardi, they be killing it. And somebody responded was like, look, don't get me wrong. Whoever writes for her is killing it. But where Cardi really fucks them up at is her delivery. You cannot talk about her charisma and her delivery on these songs. That's why every person who writes rap can't rap. It takes a special talent to be able to write it and say it. Not everybody can do that. Like, you got some people that can just say it like Puffy. You don't write his rap, but he has charisma. He can deliver a bar. Then you got people that they can just write it. Like Quentin Miller. He can write a great rap, but you don't have the mouthpiece for it. Then you got people who can do both. Cardi may not be able to do both, but goddamn, she could deliver a rap. And on top of that, much like Drake, she shows a lot of love. Her, Drake, Gucci, one of the reasons I think they're so dope, they show a lot of love to the younger artists that's coming up behind them. I think more older artists should do that. Because it does two things. You help bring up the generation coming behind you, and you also extend the longevity of your career because you're coming up. And people who are fans of this younger artist, you're exposing yourself to them. Not exposing yourself in that sense, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't have to you didn't have to clarify the exposure, so but just saying. I saw some someone talking about this earlier this week. Um and they were like, the thing, and I think this was more a shot at Nikki when they said it, but they were like, the thing about Cardi is that Cardi show love to the to the rap girls, and she don't need them to like sing her praises first. A lot of people say that, like, you have to sing Nikki's praises first before she give you a verse, before she allow you to, like, you know, rub off some of her clout. Like, you you got to exalt her as the highest and the greatest. But And Cardi's just like, and hey, we all here making this music shit. And that's probably why, and to me, I keep saying that is why Nikki is missing her mark and missing her greatness in this moment. Because she's not getting her flowers the way she should. Because she's a mean all, person. Nobody likes to give flowers to the person that's an asshole. Like, if you're lovable, people will give you your flowers early. Like, people... I think people don't have no problem giving people their flowers. But if they feel you're going to be... What's the word? What's the opposite of humble? Cocky? 
Yeah. If they probably. feel if they feel you're gonna be Big cocky headed. in a yeah, about it, then they're gonna be like, nah, fuck you. But if you if you're humble about it, people love a humble champion. If you're not gonna be a humble champion, people ain't gonna wanna fuck with you. There's only one person that I know that wasn't a humble champion, and people just still they love him, and that's Michael Jordan. But even then, I you know what? Come to think about it, I'll take it back. Because when you look at like the last dance, he may come off as not humble, but oh, you can Michael see Jordan he understood. <laughs> you can see he understood the hard work he put in. You can see he understood the help he got. So I take that back. I, at my original point stand: people love to give flowers to a humble champion. But if you come out like, oh, I deserve this shit, you owe me this, then people are going to rebel against that and be like, well, yeah, you cool, but fuck you. And I think that's what Nikki gets a lot of. Yeah, you cool, but fuck you. You're too full of yourself. We don't like that. Yeah. I don't disagree. All right, man. Anything else you want to bring to the table? No, you didn't tell me your new new vibe. Oh, was it Munch? That's your new vibe, Munch? Munch was my new vibe, bro. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> it was my new vibe. Just It's 100, man. I got I to represent for you. I appreciate that. You know what? I appreciate that. Damn. <laughs> All right, anything else you want to bring to the table once again? No, nah, just one right. another thank you to the people. That's it. A hundred percent, man. Because honestly, to be honest, we don't have the largest following, but the people who do fuck with us, the, the Tito's, your sister, the Jasmine's, like the people who, your wife, like people who fuck with us, fuck with us. Send us, send us topics all the time. Send us this, send us that. I appreciate you. And your homeboys, Darren and your other dudes in your group chat. That don't agree with nothing I say, but they listen. I appreciate them. Yeah, most of them don't fuck with you. They can't wait to be on the pod so they can say that. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait to have them on. I appreciate hey, it. I know it's all love. Love, love. So ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, a podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table, and we just chopped it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, aka Young Saint, aka YS, God bless, walking out of your parents' bedroom after relieving your mom's stress. Mr. Flexo and the Lexo about to make your best hoe my next hoe. The type of nigga you thought you could step over. Your girl tastes better in the morning like a slice of pizza. I ain't never had a problem with leftovers. <laughs> Mr. Unproblematic, but I'm still a problem. Ready to turn sundress season into undress season. That man beyond. The lady CDC recommendation is a dose of me because it's your boy Vax Kellerman. And the man to the right of me can only be. He who remains 45s and singles and I can make it precipitate with loose change. Mm. When there's zero chance of rain. Kang Wang with this. Slick Rick the ruler. I conquer all worlds. Oh, and then some. Low key ain't nobody fresher than me. I can only be who I say I be. Who else but me? The F and F and D is Frank. And we just chopped it up. That's that one of my favorite old, ones. That's one of my favorite ones that you ain't let live I, long enough. That was that was Ron I remember right in that. Out. Yeah, you exactly. Was remember? <laughs> you was, that was on your a good shit one. during that time. Yeah, that show inspired me. You can email us at the Samurai Professionals Podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at the Samurai Pros. Hit us up with any comments, questions, and even topic suggestions. Please like, rate, and subscribe on the platform of your choosing. You can reach me personally on just about any social media platform you can think of at I Can Only Be Frank. And where can they find you, Ma? You can find me anywhere at Marvin X Adams. 
This has been another episode. This has been the 100th episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Peace. Peace.